Hey gang, another quick reminder here. Now that the uh, the digital show's out of the way and That's all right. that stuff, last chance to see us in the flesh this year. That's right, yeah. in the flesh. Yes, and we Fleshy. are doing Friday the 13th. No, 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 What? No, it's going to be the holidays time, Chris. We're doing the oh, Santa Claus. A new one. Santa Claus, the okay. Tim Allen movie yes. where he gets a little fleshy. Yes. <laughs> On a day that will live in infamy, December 7th That's at right. White Eagle Hall in Jersey City, New Jersey. That's that right. is right. Tickets are flying, and you're going to want to get them immediately. That's Absolutely. right. You can get them going right to our website, whmpodcast.com. A little pop-up box is going to point you where to go. If you missed that, and go to the tour page. The info is there, too. I would like to posit that this is David Cronenberg's favorite Christmas movie. Probably. Oh, yeah. His body <laughs> horror. There's, there, there's just, more, I think, more of the scares are in the second one when mm. you get the... the Sheening, the gleaming version you know, of it that's right. disgusting but like yes you are correct and of course he is a closet Tim Allen fan we all know this about <laughs> oh, I time. wish Tim Allen's head exploded like in scanners that know? would be great <laughs> that would be wonderful that might be how he goes out you don't know uh, <laughs> slam explode uh, that's right gang a lot of Tim Allen joshing a lot of the Santa Claus joshing a lot of praise for Judge Reinhold yeah. in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Because okay. you better believe he is cucking Tim Allen in this. <laughs> oh, <wonderful>. yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey, Tri-State Area. We want to see you out for the final live show of 2023. Tickets available at whmpodcast.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to On Screen Live for this Monday. Holy crap, December the 4th? Wow, my name is Andrew Jupin, and uh, I'm so glad you're joining us today. Uh, let's see, Matt Harney in the chat. Hello, Harry Baker, Eric Perez, uh, Design Niana. I probably butchered that. Andrew Stockwell, Eddie Failson, Hala Hoochie. Love all the repeat offenders in the chat, man. I have to say, gotta love that. Uh, also got to love getting to some birthdays today. Of course, the dude himself, Jeff Bridges, our hero turns 74. One of the baddest uh, motherfuckers around. Tony Todd turns 69 today. We got, uh, oh, hello, Marissa Tomei. Aunt May herself turns uh, 59. Comedian and uh, musician uh, Fred Armisen, 57 years old. And, of course, hip-hop superstar and all-around billionaire Jay-Z himself turns 54 years old today. Uh, hope you all are having a good Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. Going to bring in some buds here. Hope they had a good weekend, too. First up, we will be playing his hometown in just a few short days in Jersey City, New Jersey. Mr. Steven Sadak. That's right. I can't wait to see all of you, and I'm going to expect yeah. to see all of you there in Jersey City. <laughs> Quick question. I'll... Uh, uh, if uh, Tony Todd just turned 69, 
Andrew, at what age do you think you could physically beat Tony Todd in a fight? Because I know it's not 69. I know I oh. know today he would still clean the clo- clean me out. Oh, let's check in with Tony Todd around the uh, Todd Centennial. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That dude, he's going to be fucking kicking ass and taking names all the way to the grave. Yeah. If he's got a respirator, I got a chance. I think it's the yeah. <laughs> He would have to be, honestly, for me to beat Tony Todd in a fight, he'd have to be in an iron lung. <laughs> I'd be like, I've got you now, Tony Todd. <laughs> Uh, up next, it's Eric Siska. Hey, December the 4th be with you, everyone. <laughs> yeah, just let's right? keep making up fake Star Wars holidays. We need yeah, more yeah, of those. Yeah. Hey, sure. Let's say it's life day today. Sure. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. That's a fucking religion, pal. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. Sorry. Every December 4th, though, is life day. I like that. Look, if people can go outside and play like real Quidditch in the park, we can real deal celebrate life day. Yeah, I agree. I think we need, I think people need to dig into this life day thing and make it a whole even more embarrassing thing. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of someone who gets more embarrassing, uh, and he's a bit of a thing himself, Chris Cabin. On that table, we had roast beef, scalloped potatoes. Of course, it was at this same dinner that John Frankenheimer took a wine bottle, broke it, and held it to my neck. He said that if you don't give better reactions to seconds i am going to kick you square in the nuts you better like it as much as the train or i will take your head from your body i see oh, talking people- about seconds the movie i thought seconds the food there you <laughs> see. no oh no oh no of course the the, the, right. the great movie uh, seconds by john frankenheimer thank you right, thank right. you chris i see why everyone loves the criticism of andrew sarah now that uh, <laughs> i've heard it <laughs> yeah. out loud Brilliant yeah. writer. Yes. One one day, I think we're gonna wait and just not interrupt Chris and just see how long that can go. And just like maybe, his, maybe you accidentally like recite the world's greatest novel. You know what I mean? It just yeah, sort of dude. happens. Yep. You go for a full hour. Don't just, test me. Mm-hmm. I, I will. I will prank. Obliterate my fucking throat. And yes, you can <laughs> if you need to. Andrew, Sarah, like uh, apologies. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Who gets a Sarah? Paul, It'll be like when, um, oh, Andy Kaufman there uh, did a similar thing. What's the thing he doesn't man on the moon? Oh, he reads all of the Great Gatsby like as oh, a really? bit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, me and him of e- equal genius. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, sure. No, as Chris knows. known to fight women. Oh, every day, every which way. As long as it's in the ring, I'm not. You know, I'm not playing crazy here. And, it's got to be sanctioned. You know, and uh, the weird thing is, uh, REM only wrote one song about Chris Cabot and two about Andy Kaufman. So, Ed, <laughs> Chris has to. Yes. Just hey. one more to go. Hey, Star 69 is a great song. <laughs> I, I, I feel very proud. I feel very proud. Oh, man. You know what? I'm uh, pretty proud of this weekend box office, I have to say. Uh, let's take a look at the weekend numbers in a segment we like to call Highest Gross. Uh, I'm excited because Godzilla charted uh, in there the top five, which we'll, it's nice. we'll get to in a sec. Yeah, uh, first up at five though, another massive two hundred million dollar failure from Disney. <laughs> Wish coming in at five uh, with a paltry seven point five million dollars, a sixty two percent drop from its opening weekend, reaching closing in on Quantum Mania esque numbers. Uh, there, even the people who like go to bat for Disney regularly 
are saying this one sucks. Yep. Like are really <laughs> like this. Do not waste your fucking time. This is a fucking this is terrible because I I don't know if anybody talked about like what they reveal. I there's something there's a big reveal of a universe at the end of this movie. Yes, we we spoke okay. on that yeah, last yeah, yeah. week. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is now but it's it's 2D, right? Is this 2D animation? It's th- it's 3D animation, but Oh, I mean, is it? It is not like that, 3D with glasses. It looks okay, like a Pixar the, movie. The poster didn't look like Pixar-esque and that's yeah. usually what all animated stuff is these days. Yeah, it's still that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's like it. that <laughs> it's the classic Disney like character design template, but it's done with computers. And they're using magic on people. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that poster yeah. with that guy going. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly that didn't sell Wait, the look. movie. Apparently, look at that. Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. You Ooh, would think at- you would think this looks a lot like the Phantasm poster. You would think something like <laughs> uh-huh. this, but no. Oh, it's so not that that. if you're actively looking to keep people away from the fucking theater, <laughs> remind them of Phantasm. Okay, I was yeah, reading a cult movie. I don't know. This might be uh, a tipping point because I, I was reading this morning that uh-huh. Ike Perlmutter's coming in trying to trying to take back Disney. Oh boy, like he's, he's trying to like succession it, like with oh, like nice. a, a, with he's got some fucking billionaire investor coming in Ooh. and blah blah blah, and like Ugh. because Disney shareholders might not be so happy about how everything's been going Don't, this year. Do you see? Do you see what happens when you stop hating others? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you see what happens? I mean, it's it, that would make Disney infinitely worse because uh, that guy's sure. shit scumbag. You know what? Then I'm for it. Let's, let's go, Ike. Let's, uh, let's let's go back with Ike. I like Ike. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Steve almost fought that guy in an elevator. I know. I was. No, you, you were, just, I was told not to ride the elevator with him. That was, oh, that was the story. That's right. Yeah. It was just, well, I tell first, you the same thing with me. Don't you dare get on that elevator with me. I am. I am imagining Steve as the Captain America with Ike and all of his bodyguards around him saying, like, <laughs> you don't got enough guys, do you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anybody, <laughs> wants, anybody wants to get out can do so now. <laughs> they just like unfroze uh, Bob Iger out of Carbonite, right? Yeah, so. exactly. yeah man, he's back. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, we'll have to wait and see, dude. Uh, sticking in at number four, Trolls Band <laughs> Together. Mm. Uh, still still singing and dancing all the way to number four there's 7.6 million in week three hey good for those things man that's like that's like the limit that's like for me like i will watch animated things of course but like when it's shit that i'm like that's just like music that my ears would not want to hear and it's like like five and under kind of movie nah I mean, these are niece and nephew movies at most. Yep. I, I would say don't even see them under those circumstances. Ooh, Chelsea and I hey. almost made the sacrifice at Thanksgiving, yeah. but they were tired and it didn't work out. So yeah. right. this is one of those Fine movies. You, you bring the little kids to wipe their boogers on everything. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's what they do. do. And then in the evening like shows, they put they put a they put a movie for adults in there and there's boogers all over the seats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but some adults like that, which is disturbing. But that's true. I pay uh, extra for the boogers. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, up, charge me on the booger seats. It's like, oh, oh, still warm. Oh, oh, no, no, no. no. They couldn't oh, yeah. have gone far. <laughs> you know, I you saw really it, dude. For it. With the 4DX experience, you really get the warm oh, the 4DX. I saw a dude, no shit. I was getting on the L at 14th Street a couple weeks ago. No, this was just last week. Uh, there was a dude, I'm like, Walking towards him, he's coming right at me. He looks at me, and the finger is going in the nose. 
And like he notices that I see him and like the eye contact is made. And he, I think, realized like we're past the point of no return here and just was like, this is what we're doing today. No. <laughs> and this this dude looked me dead in the eye as he stuck his finger in his nose oh, in, in, in the subway station. Power move. Right Walk in stride. You know what? Yeah. One, once outside of... Oh. <laughs> outside of <laughs> outside of Grand Central once, there was this uh, you know, big old schlubby guy. It wasn't me, it wasn't a mirror. And he was sneezing so aggressively, like this phlegm. Mm. I believe what oh, happened. This is one in a million. This is the Death Star destruction. No, no, don't right. tell me. <laughs> oh no. It flew directly into my eye. What? <laughs> and it was like this 60 heavy set guy looks like mm-hmm. garbage looks diseased frankly oh, and fuck, I thought dude, my you're Brendan were, Gleeson in 28 days later I'm like trying True. to flush my eye out with a bottle of water <laughs> oh yeah. dude I would I would have run right out into traffic dude yeah. but the first bus the, take me off this the, earth the white blood cells inside that body inside that dude's body is like no that, that we used to shoot womp rats that, that wide at home that <laughs> Eric's diameter of a pupil we can hit that yeah <laughs> Oh, oh my god! You're screaming and pushing your wife away from you. Get away! Get away! And that's the thing. What can you do? What you, you just were like, oh, what? You, what are you gonna you do? You can't wife? do anything. You no, got to keep yeah. moving. It's like yeah. I just spit on you, or even worse than, dude, Eric. Though I thought you were gonna say it went in your mouth, man. No, yeah, that's actually better. A, Eyeballs better. At least is it? Yeah. Is it better? I, I think I mean, so. Mouth, <laughs> this is all. Listen. This it is might be going w- down if it goes in the mouth. It, it, it might be going in for good. Wet and goopy. You know, it's like like a little a little kiss with him versus sure. like just like mucus in my I, I don't know. That's why I wear these guys. Try it, asshole. Go ahead. <laughs> That's a good point. I think I'm going to get myself a pair. That's yeah, that. Steve Steve Sadak, 2020 vision. By the way, just like <laughs> yeah. a booger shield on his face <laughs> at all times. Strictly mm-hmm. protective up there. This is why I really do hope people join me. I want to get eyewash stations back in subway stations. I That's agree. It, it, it's required, I think. Yes. And if yep. you want to spit on Steve, by the way, you can oh, do so this oh, Thursday, sure. December 7th at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City, New Jersey, where we'll be talking about <laughs> the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the, the stage is pretty elevated, so you try your fucking best. How about yeah. that? <laughs> oh, come on. No. No, yes, we're not. We're, we're, not we're not inviting that. We're not inviting that. <laughs> Boom. I will have you removed from the fucking club so fast if anyone tries that. No way. Wait, no Steve way. Has, Steve has to say his keyword before you're allowed to do that to him. Uh, it's it's right. an excitement thing. It's, yep. you know, he has to allow you. Coming in at number three, <laughs> Godzilla minus one. Gorgeous poster, by the way. I gotta yeah. Say. Oh, yeah. Let's look at that again. I love this poster. Look at that, man. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Fancy font on the December one, by the way. You look at that real quick. Uh, but this was great. This shit never happens. Uh, Eleven million dollars, pretty cool. That's yeah. great. The the monster enthusiasm is uh, alive and well. I'm watching that monarch show. I might be the only person on the planet to do so. Mm-hmm. What is um, that? I'm, va- I'm so no, vaguely aware. I watched of the well, pilot the thing, so dude. far. That's it. Here's the thing, because it's on Apple. They don't tell people that they make movies and television. <laughs> yeah, sure. But it is a like it's a TV spinoff. Of that same Adam Wingard universe oh, split would- timeline thing uh, with Wyatt and Kurt Russell playing the same character decades what? apart. How am I not aware of this? <laughs> right? I know because they don't tell people they're making these fucking shows. And like, I got to say, I watched the uh, first three episodes. 
First two, a little slow. Mm-hmm. That third episode, dude, you get to Kurt Russell. It's got vibes of the thing going on. Fuck yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's on Apple, so nobody's going to ever watch it. No, it's that's, go- that's it's, right. It's going to be buried. It will be buried for good. And like a lot of those shows, too, it's expensive as fuck, so it yep. looks really good. Like, Great. Yeah. They just um, love- <laughs> Yeah. What did you say? What were you going to say? Oh, no, I, I, had, I had a joke that I'm not going to tell. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> I like that. Maybe he'll tell it on Thursday night, <laughs> December 7th at Whiting Hall in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Come well, on, no, folks. I was just saying, you know, if, if you're if you're gonna like just totally waste money on projects you're not gonna actually uh advertise, maybe pay yeah. your workers better. Maybe maybe instead of that, just pay your workers better and not just bury yeah. movies and television. That would be no. great. No. Um I'll like uh, give some thoughts about Godzilla a little later here. But uh, number two, holding on here, hungry games, mm. songbirds and snakes and whatnot. Uh, Chris, by the end of that film, do you know who a songbird and who is a snake? Uh, yes, you do. Okay. Really? 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I know a lot of people were asking that question. Yes, the, you do know both of them. I now pronounce you snake. <laughs> and you songbird. Rise. Quite well, a, lot of, uh, a lot of snake play in that movie. Is at least they're not, really? they're not teasing it. It's like, oh, you know, I saw some guy. Uh, he's, he's got a flair for the, the, the creative just like you. It's a snake. It's like, <laughs> I'll look into it. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Uh yeah, uh, it, I I I I I don't nobody I I I was bored so I went to see it. Uh and hey, uh, you and a lot of other people, dude, we're yeah. looking at two hundred and forty four million dollars globally. Yeah, yeah, it's it's I kind of like it better than any of the other ones. I'll be wow, honest. Like nice. I think the the world is more interesting. Like the 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 rawness of the fact that like what triggered the the uh, rebellion that triggered the Hunger Games happened like ten years ago. Like that at least has some immediacy in the characters where they're just like a little shattered. They're a little mm. like on edge. Everybody's like believably uh, paranoid. Like mm. there's a yeah. better atmosphere than there is in any of those. Now, Chris, other can, ones. can you tell that that movie set in North America at all or no? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't think. No, not really. It's just like I think I mean, like I, it's not what the movie's focusing on. Like maybe in the margins, if I had like really paid attention to everything i would have heard like oh minnesota but like mm. it's nothing like that it's just mostly about the game the creation of the games and like yeah. the early versions of the games okay yeah. do you do you also one follow-up question real quick yes do you see anyone watching the games is there any indication of an audience besides a yes. talk show host yes there is oh good, good. there is they, they heard me they heard my note Yes. Maybe it's that, that dude in the bathtub of the Truman Show. Remember that guy? That guy was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, that guy loved TV. Or the the, uh, the security guards with the Domino's pizza. Yep. Uh, also, by the way, yes, the chat going nuts for Hunger Game. Yeah, Hunger yeah, yeah. Games is a uh, is a story from our mailbag that uh, changed the world. I think a little bit. Mm-hmm. Change, change the way I the world on it. fire. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's, it's, it's a ballad. Uh, you know, you realize it's another. <laughs> Another level lower in the depths yes. of human depravity. Hunger well, Games colon the ballad of snaking a toilet, I think is, <laughs> is what that story is. I think like Hunger Games, like Godzilla, people just were always love a shitting yourself story. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It is sure. the American art form is shitting yourself. Stories it's a tale as old as time. Shitting and, yourself. This is I, it's so good. 
And I will always say, every everybody right now is sitting in their fucking ivory towers thinking, I'm not going to shit myself next year. Oh, There's a good happen. chance you might. There's a yep. really good chance that somehow Absolutely. there'll be a circumstance in which you, listener, <laughs> will shit yourself in the next 365 days. And you'll be like, Steve Sadek was right. I will quote the late, great Leonard Cohen. Nobody gets out of here clean. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should have like a one of those things like a uh, number of days since an accident, you know? Just, oh, yeah. Just, yes. yeah, just, just keep track of how much you don't shit yourself so you yeah. feel better for right. the one time you do. Sure. Mm-hmm. You just point to it all the time when somebody like is making fun of you. I haven't shit myself in 13 days. Yeah. <laughs> you could really like sort of commodify that, right? Yeah. It's like you could craft a nice sort of chalkboard set kind of signage thing for it yeah. sell that at Christmas like mm. oh you got this really nice Etsy store days since I've shit myself board oh look at this <laughs> I mean eventually you might be able to get those into like five below stores and stuff like that <laughs> you might you might really be able to pro- produce those at mass quantities um and then dominating the box office here at number one Renaissance the Beyonce uh, concert film sold Dang near over a million tickets coming in at twenty one million dollars. Oh, wow. mm. Um and this this is the the same like AMC theaters distribution deal uh that the Taylor Swift movie did. Um very interesting to see this stuff happen here. I think what was the number? Forty nine percent of the ticket sales for this movie were uh premium large format and IMAX screens. Holy wow. shit, that's a nice. lot of Large screens taken in the Beyonce concert film here. Um, and it's, you know, it's got like no competition this coming weekend. Not a ton going on box office wise. This might just continue to ride the top here. I, I would be surprised. When was the concert? Was it like, is it like from years ago? The is record it, it was, came out last year. So yeah. I imagine it was whatever like, that was. Yeah, yeah. Was like the summer. Okay. Maybe I'm trying to think, but like, yeah, I mean, it's a really good. I haven't seen the movie. Really good record. Um, Yeah, this uh, it follows the the tour, I think. So I think you're in multiple places. mm -hmm. Unlike the Taylor Swift thing was just at the lo-fi center. This is like it shows you more about like the making of the tour and Mm -hmm. it like like every what is the descriptions? Oh, everywhere from like Stockholm to Kansas City, like the entirety of the tour in some way or another is featured. So. That's but that was essentially what the last one, the one she did for Netflix, was very similar in that. In that, a lot uh-huh. of it is background. That's I think the big difference between this one and the Taylor Swift movie is that there is a lot of focus on like building the sets, doing the routines beforehand. Cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd much rather more, see that. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. not not much rather, but like I like when that's spliced in because it's, if it's just, I mean, a concert movie is a concert movie. You know, that's fun. Yeah. Well, that's how I sort of distinguish. Like, if you have stuff in that, like that. Kind of a more of a music documentary in a way. Yeah. Well, you know, um, Beyonce like a, has a performance dom- film. It's just like just the, the movie, the thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Beyonce yeah. hasn't dominated the box office this much since Gold Member. <laughs> nice. <laughs> remember that? I do indeed. I do. I remember all remember Gold Member. I do pain, remember every it. painful fucking minute of that movie I saw in theaters. Yeah, do, you, I do. do you remember Dream Girls, Eric? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. sorry. It's a really good Eddie Murphy performance. I actually never it's saw really that. Really good Beyonce one. performance and in that movie too. It, yeah, right, yeah. you're right. You're right. I forgot about Dreamgirls totally. I didn't see it. I missed it. But I've saw Goldmember. You did. That, that's maybe important. more than once. <laughs> that's that's more important. I would say. 
Well, I'm, I'm definitely a one and done with a gold member. Sorry, Steve. No, I'm just kind of curious if this, um, if Beyonce's concert movie and uh, Taylor Swift's concert movie is going to hold the candle to the upcoming concert movie of Iron and Wine opening this week as well, I think. <laughs> oh. I, I, I don't know. Hey, maybe you, maybe you never know. He, he, might, he, he might do it. What, is, that, of, is that one called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes as well? <laughs> it might as well yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, no, he's playing. I it was kind of bummed because I was uh, we're re- recording tomorrow, but and the week is crazy. But he was he's actually going to be at the quad cinema tomorrow to present it and do oh, some wow. music. And I was like, I, I would I would have went to that, but I mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Steve. Stranger things have happened at the box office, my friend. So I guess <laughs> we'll, I'll just have to hold our breath and see. If- next next week, a movie with Mickey Rourke and Liza Minnelli will open. Will it be as successful? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then just real quick, a nice little art market premiere here. Uh, Neon's film, Eileen. Come on. Uh, I want to see this. Opened up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I am interested in this as well. I think it was at Sundance this year. Uh, 91K on six screens brings you about 55 uh, per screen, or 15K rather per screen average. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. A little six screen open. It's mm. going to get a little wider uh, this coming weekend as far as screen number. Probably not too large. I'd imagine this is not they don't have as high a stake in this as they have in something like Anatomy of a Murder at Neon. Mm. So, like, yeah. don't expect this to go super wide. Um, but if it's in your town, check it out in the theater. Support Neon. They're a great company. Um, or catch it on uh, VOD, which I'm sure is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here's how it goes. Um, yeah, but once again, folks, holy smokes. This Thursday, I can't even believe it's happening. We've been talking about this one. Mm-hmm. For a long time. We've been promoting like, this for 17 years, and we'd love for you <laughs> folks to come out. Uh, no, didn't these t- like these tickets went on sale in like July or something? Yeah, shit. they did. Sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so like we plugged it and then it like went away for a while, and now we're plugging it again. Because it's happening in just a few short days, folks. This is Monday, and on Thursday, we're gonna be rocking and rolling at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City, New Jersey. Oh, talking about the Santa Claus. Mm, oh god, it's, it's gonna go be great. Timmy uh, Allen. A fat, jolly good time uh-huh. in Jersey City. It's going to be so much fun. Indeed. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Um, so it's kind of like Monster City around here on, on On Screen Live this morning, I have to say. Because uh, we got a new monster movie coming out. There's a monster movie that came out this weekend. But there's another monster movie coming out in the spring. We're going to watch the trailer on a segment we like to call Trailer Segment. Now, we were talking about how Godzilla Minus One had a great poster. And I know this is just a teaser poster, but it's a bad teaser poster. Look at this shit for Godzilla and Kong, the new empire. Just a fun font. It's fucking terrible. It looks like like the Marvels or something. It kind of looks like the Suicide Squad might show up. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'd like to see them go up against these big fellows. It looks like an, an announcement poster. Like yeah. this exists now. Like what you yeah. would do yes. at like a trade show. Like when you're just trying to get people to like invest in the fucking thing. Right. Exactly. Like you just signed like the contract for some fundraising like the day before. Yeah. And they whipped this again. Like I'm telling you right now. I'm sorry, folks. A fucking cloud here mm-hmm. is not getting people excited for this I, monster movie. I'm also just uh, the the fact that it's like the X, the collaboration mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> It's yeah. ridiculous. It's I, like, I, I don't know. I agree. Man. It should be something different. It should be Godzilla X Khan. He just got out of prison. 
Oh, he's yes. trying to set his life straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Or, yeah. or Godzilla slash Khan, and maybe they're fucking. And yes, maybe, maybe they're fucking. Yes. Oh, sure. We've seen them, we've seen them bash co- into each other. Let's see them bash into each other. Here it is. <laughs> it says the movie is called Godzilla slash Kong, and in parentheses, it says M preg. So you know yes. there is M- one of them is getting pregnant. And, you, and, then, right. and then, the que- then I'm buying a right. ticket. I'm like, well, who's getting who pregnant? You know what Matt, I mean? Like, the who's Matthew doing Roderick it? movie had M. Preg Godzilla. It did. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. It's really kind of old was. hat at this point. You're right. I mean, that's the thing. You know what? You've been at. You've been looking for a, a, a something to bring Brandon Cronenberg up to the big leagues. Yep. Here we go. You know, <laughs> this is something he can deal with his father's legacy of you know birthing weird animals. Oh, yes. Think about that goopy baby that Godzilla and King Kong would produce. Oh yeah, <laughs> it'd be great. <laughs> I. Uh, Chris, as far as your Brandon Cronenberg idea, can we just keep some talented filmmakers in the mid-majors for a no. long time? I don't need this guy <laughs> making big-ass fucking monster movies. It will never happen. After an affinity pool, people know him, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, you're the guy that made the movie where the guy from True Blood came on a rock! <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, hey, if that is what you're known for going forward, Alexander, that's pretty good. Huh? All right, I, I will say, I, I think Brandon, man, th- get ready for three people to clap. I think Brandon Cronenberg would be a very good choice if they ever did the X Men, the Phalanx Covenant. Now mm-hmm. we're talking. That's a lot of like bioengineered oh, yellow, black. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty cool. I'd be into it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'll take well, your I'm word glad for it. you two are excited. Yeah, I'm going to stop <laughs> this ready. show dead for my own fucking purposes. So ph- phalanx, that's a what a uh, Greek army or something? Yeah, yeah kind of like a, a computer disease kind of. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, maybe Steve. Stranger <laughs> things have happened at the box office, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get going with this trailer here. Yeah. The terribly named and shittily teaser postered Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. Uh, trailer is in the episode description below if you're watching on YouTube, folks. Uh, you fellas ready over there? Oh, yeah. are. All right, we're going to watch this trailer in as soon as my computer stops being stupid. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm like this. Ethereal uh, voices, huh? Are we? Uh, uh, here we go. Oh, that's a bay. That's a pyramid. All right, don't just call out things like an uncle on a road <laughs> no, trip. It's, it's a funny thing. Another pyramid. But to Chris's point, it's funny to be like the human human race or whatever. And it's like, remember, it's been around a while. Here's <laughs> yeah. some pyramids. I heard about it. <laughs> Oh, wait, is that a Transformer? Dude, I thought it was a Transformer when I watched this. It's just King Kong. Now Napoleon is shooting a cannon at him. (laughs) Does he have like one of those wrist support gloves? What is that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, he's got carpal tunnel from too much uh, swinging on vines (laughs) and shit. And on the computer too much. (laughs) Even on Fortnite, my friend. I am curious. Is this new empire going to be a frozen empire by any chance? I don't, I, I don't no, think I've, so. You know what? One frozen empire a year is enough for the movies. And you know what? I don't need no. spaceships in these movies. Oh, babies. Yeah, that's like oh. tech that they introduced, I think, in the last movie, Eric. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, that's some other ape. 
It's I think it's the son of Kong, dude, the little guy there. I like how Dan Stevens is like, I'm really hot. Can I be in big movies or what? What's going on? Yeah, dude, I'm glad that he's in this, man. That guy's getting a raw deal with his career. I know. The wild, just as much CGI in that. <laughs> oh, man. What is going on? I folks? don't know. What is, I don't is, know. is, is no, Asgard dude, involved? What the I, fuck dude, is this? I am bit. lost. All the drugs. All the drugs. <laughs> I am to- I stopped paying attention to this trailer for three seconds, and now the Mayans are involved? I don't know if they're Mayans. I think I it's like I, ancient civilization I stuff. I, I don't know. Oh, wow. Pink Godzilla. That's pretty cool. Godzilla coming out against breast cancer in this movie? I like that. <laughs> yeah. Godzilla only in November, by the way. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, he's changing the color of his cleats. Oh, who's this dude? This bald con. I like this guy. We're going to have some serious monster carnage in this oh, movie, wow. man. Godzilla's butt was charging up. <laughs> oh, wait, it was his mouth. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yes. So fucking stupid. It's going to be so stupid, Chris, and I'm going to love every fucking second. I like that last one, so we'll see. Yeah. yeah. It is. That last one is firmly in the category of movies that I really enjoyed that I can't tell you a fucking second about. I couldn't exactly. tell you anything that happened to that movie, but I did enjoy it. Was that uh, Diddy believe- Kong there? <laughs> Possibly. The yeah, little son of Kong. Yeah, he's going to get a cap at the end of it. The very uh, the, the stinger is him getting that uh, little uh, hat and then donkey and him going on adventures. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's King Kong like putting his hands on his steering wheel, like learning how to drive a mm-hmm. fucking car. He gets, a, he gets the red tie, puts it on. All of a sudden, oh, no, yes. I mean, you know that that's happening eventually now that we got the Mario Brothers and the, everybody's oh, trying yeah. to make the Zelda movie. The sure. fucking, you're going to have donkey. You're going to get like a trailer where like, it's going to be a buildup, and then you're going to see when those bees come up on the screen, really, the little guy going <laughs> oh, like yeah. this, you know, up and down, and that's going to be the teaser. It, this Christmas. <laughs> Honestly, they will do so bad. It, it, they will do amazing things if they can keep that soundtrack. The soundtracks for those move, those games are fucking oh, great. Yeah, the music on those games are perfect. Yeah, just bring that Absolutely. back. Don't even bother fucking getting somebody else to score it. Just do that. Um. Yeah, Eric, to your question, I think uh, a lot of that stuff in that last movie, or Steve, you were talking about it too, right. not remembering it. We're doing like hollow earth shit yes. and like yes. tunnels and all that conspiracy theory stuff. Um. So whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's just for me. I, I like excited. the hollow earth. I like the hollow I, earth. I think we should do the oh, flat yeah. earth now. Like Godzilla gets up and it just flattens the earth. And then there's ice guards. At <laughs> yeah, like, Godzilla's standing on the edge of the earth. He's tipping the whole earth over. We got to get him in the middle. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. All the people on that continent go flying into space. We, we need you to be the core of the earth, Kong. We need you to do it for us. I mean that I, I thought that was the best uh, sequence in that last movie was him in the Hollow Earth when it was just like what I come here to see is just monsters battling each other yeah, and like exactly. and, and yeah. uh, unlike uh, Godzilla minus one which we we're going to talk about in a minute like the human stuff's really interesting in Godzilla minus one sure. usually yeah. it is not uh, yeah. and I, that was my major issue with that last one is I just found all the human stuff completely useless. Um, and then I, I, this well, looks what are you like talking maybe, about? Shin Godzilla? No, no, no. In uh, the uh, prequel to uh, Godzilla, the, the Hollow Earth one, the Hollow Earth one. The, oh, yeah, oh, 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 Godzilla versus Kong. Um, yeah. Like I, I found all the human stuff in that movie was just completely fucking thrown in the trash, including don't, 
Isn't Brian no. he- Tyree Henry? Isn't he? Uh, he's a podcaster. Then he's a podcaster. Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, the one that's thing I remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, now it appears as if he's like fully entrenched in the world of oh monster exploration. Not I don't podcasting, know. no more. No, not so much. He's probably got like a syndicated fucking. Oh, they should YouTube hire thing or us as podcast consultants. You guys never do it right in the movies. You don't exactly. know what you're doing. That's probably. I mean, actually, absolutely do that. Give us money. But uh, Monarch, I mean, if he uh, Monarch definitely needs an official podcast. So, like, why wouldn't That's you ask true. him to do it? Well, it'd be great if it, in the trailer, like, oh my god, I just shit my me undies. You just look like, <laughs> like <laughs> <me undies. laughs> I'm gonna need a rest on my helix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, speaking of Chris Cabin, Godzilla minus one uh, came out uh, just this Friday here, and uh, I gotta tell you, one thing that's pretty cool. Seeing the Toho International logo on the big screen, that was fucking sweet. And I was like the only loser in the theater that was like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. was, what was it? I mean, was it a crowded theater or what, what are we talking about? It was, I have to say. So I went, uh, it was like a four o'clock show on the Upper West Side on a Saturday. And uh, it was pretty full. Yeah, it was awesome. pretty full. Um, you know, not like ass to ankles or anything, but uh more than I anticipated to be uh, at the theater. And it was also in like a bigger theater that I anticipated it to be in. Uh, so all around, that was a pleasant surprise. S- same for me. And at the same time, I, I-, I saw it Saturday uh, evening as well. And it was a pretty good crowd. Like, I mean, it, again, it wasn't fully sold out or anything like that. But there were yeah. at least half of each aisle was taken up. Yeah. Um. So like, I really think the human stuff in the movie is great. It's like, it strikes that really nice balance of like human drama and monster carnage, which I think like to Chris, what you were pointing out, these like Warner brothers, legendary movies, they just, they're in it more for the monster carnage and the people are second. It's just different kinds of Godzilla movie making, you know? And so like, this is way more entrenched in like a story and like reacting to Japanese history and, you know, uh, certain events and stuff like that. So it's like real traditional Godzilla in that sense. But all the human characters are really good and the story, you're like actually invested in it. And like if there wasn't a giant fucking radioactive lizard running around, it's just really nice, like human drama. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, it's I I thought it was really a solid uh, version of this. I've been breaking these down into musical genres. The 98 one is clearly new metal Godzilla. Mm, Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, And uh, 2014 is stoner metal uh godzilla of course sure this this is emo godzilla okay it's a very very anchored in like high emotional state like there are more than four like emotional breakdowns in the movie like yeah. by man that has nothing to do really with godzilla at what, all does godzilla breakdown i haven't that seen was- it yet i want to see it i don't want to sounds really cool does he cry I, I, I don't want to ruin it for you. There is a, a mega tear that uh, causes a nuclear explosion. But no, I, I'm kidding. That it would be kind of great if he's just like smashing buildings that he just kind of leads on one. Like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I? <laughs> what is this? You know, like uh-huh. I'm just, you're just gonna feel like shit tomorrow, Godzilla. You know, like, you're, you're you're 50 you years old, him, motherfucker. Like, Come on. <laughs> he's cranking a dial on his stereo, and you're just like, oh, what's that? It's an acoustic guitar. <laughs> dashboard confessional just starts playing. You gotta figure your shit out, Godzilla. Oh yeah, Is, uh, God- <laughs> Godzilla wept because there were no more kingdoms to conquer. <laughs> Well, because the premise is this is basically Japan right after Hiroshima, right? Or is it not? It's I, like the ass end of World War II, like the final days of World War II. And it's a, so it's about uh, 
a kamikaze pilot kind of like doesn't want to do the deed that he's assigned to do. Sure. So he fakes that his plane has a mechanical problem and lands like on a repair island, basically. Oh, cool. And uh, Godzilla appears and this dude in an act of cowardice, like he freezes up and he doesn't use his like plane machine gun to shoot at this thing. And all the dudes on the island get wiped out except for him and another guy. So it's this whole story of this dude coming home and everybody's like, how are you alive? Weren't you a kamikaze pilot? Oh, and like uh, they all just like think he's a total fucking coward and hate nice. his guts and everything. Meanwhile, it's all like he's living in like a completely destroyed Tokyo. And that's pretty cool. So it's this dude like trying to rebuild his life and like redeem himself. He takes in a woman uh, with a young child, like gives them a home and they sort of like years go by and they kind of form a, a found family, which is kind mm. of interesting. Um, and then they're, they're all them and Godzilla are stuck at a prep school over the holidays. Is that how that that's works? That's right. Yep. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they go oh, to a nice God. Christmas Eve party. It's um, crazy how Oppenheimer also would birth Godzilla. Absolutely. <laughs> Godzilla, uh, but- that's another detention. <laughs> God damn it, Godzilla. That's another detention. You went into the hollow uh, earth? <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about that movie yes, in a second, uh, but just, uh, yeah, just real quick. Like, yeah, it's fucking great. If you like Godzilla, you absolutely have to check it out. The computer effects are really good. All the destruction stuff, really cool. Uh, not to spoil anything, but Chris, when the fucking like wind tunnel thing happens to yeah, that yeah. one character, my jaw was open in the theater for like a full minute. There's, um, good, there's good destruction stuff. They think about yeah. it. There's, there's actually some clever ideas thrown in it. It's just not the normal, uh, you know, blow it up, crush it. Yeah. Uh, and like, right. there are those things, but they do other stuff, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, there's, this is one of those few ones where they actually make like the human stuff worth it. And it's not just like process, like the 2014 one, I think does a lot by just like, we're just trying to figure these things out. So a lot of the talk right. of that, this is actually a story that goes along with it. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Chris, I'm curious to see if the cleverness continued in John Woo's new one, Silent Night, which I believe you're the only one to see. So uh, take us through that, Big Daddy. I, I, I am a simp uh, for Mr. <laughs> Wu. I, I should not, I should not, after seeing Wind Talkers, I should not be doing this anymore, uh, but I still do. Uh, it. You know what? It's really well directed, but um, it is it's like Michael Winner Death Wish 3 or 4 level racist. Really? Like, yeah, like really wild shit. Like I I, I was pretty oh, are, surprised. are we against like what the Latin Americans again? We, we, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's always it like the... an active gang war going on mm-hmm. through most of the movie. Um, I wonder if it's more racist than the Jennifer Garner movie from a couple of years ago. That's like peppermint. It, yes. It's, it's oh, exactly. I almost said butter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that was another movie she was in. It was. It was. Yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah. I can't wait for <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> Only the Gardner head saw that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like pepper, it's it, literally if peppermint was really well directed, is yeah. essentially what this is. Um, I do like, I mean, like the thing is, is the conceit's really good. It allows, you know, Wu likes a lot of big sweeping camera movements and he gets to do a lot of it. And it's like really cool to watch until you like are like, oh, so he's just okay, slaughtering. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, uh-huh. and like if you can get over that stuff, then you're probably going to enjoy it more than I did. I it was much easier in the beginning as things get uh bloodier and more intense. I was 
a little bit less comfortable. <laughs> was the <laughs> violence good? You know, John Woo's known for violence is very good. The viol- the fights are great. The guns, the gunplay is really good. Any like doves? I, any doves? Uh, I, I didn't see any. Mm. That's a goddamn shame, dude. Two turtle doves. It's in the fucking Christmas song. <laughs> right there. Yeah, I, it is right I, there. I, I will be. I will say. I, I went to the bathroom for one minute. <laughs> so uh, it could have been a dove. It could have been. Ha- it could have happened then. Could have been but, that dove minute. But uh, I don't remember it. Uh, I, but it like uh, like I said, it's a John Woo movie, so the action is really fucking good. Like, and yeah. the emotions are done. Like the emotional stuff is done at a very high pitch uh, to kind of like m- match the energy of the action. So, uh-huh. and I buy all that. It's just, it's so like the the, the premise is so fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, so. so quick question, because yeah. I don't believe this to be a spoiler at all. Um, so obviously, Kinnaman's not talking because that's the conceit of the movie. Are people talking around him? A li- not they. They do. I think so. Are we breaking our fucking back not to have people talk like that stupid alien movie? Sometimes uh, they absolutely are, but it seems like that is kind of obvious from the beginning. Like he, that's a conceit he's he's like buying into. It's not something <sighs> like you you do. Like if if you want to enjoy, you kind of have to buy into. Like they text in one scene. Okay, uh, there's a a written letter in one scene. I think the um the villains talk i think but like okay. kid cuddy i don't think says anything joel kinnaman doesn't say anything i don't think catalina marino says anything um <sighs> yeah i just i think that's a stupid device i mean i it works for me because i know john woo likes to go big and like you kind of just try he, stuff he, yeah he, he's a big corny dude you know you gotta kind of buy that with him like face off is corny so. as shit like yeah. but I, I love that movie because it's also action heaven. Uh, it's also got some real cracking dialogue throughout <laughs> well, it. Well, yes. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's a rental for me because oddly, I'm looking around the city all this past weekend. The show times for this movie were terrible. Well, nobody yeah. cared. Uh, it's just, you yeah. Know. I mean, it was just, it was barely playing any place. Uh, I think, what did I say, Eric? I was looking at the numbers. It, Debuted at nine. Oh yes, nine. Uh, this, yeah, yeah. this weekend did not do it. Um, That's a bad. Oh, what I bad what debut. I did not mention though. Speaking of bad showings uh, during highest gross, and I feel I'm obligated to point this out. Uh, the Marvels already out of the entire top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's officially the biggest MCU box office failure. Just there you uh, go. yeah, yeah so. Please so so what so Chris what soft recommend you're saying yeah it's a very soft recommend it, it depends hugely on how like if politics really do like state the course of your like movie going experience I, you're probably not going to like this it's pretty right. bad uh, but if you're in for like good action you know whatever it is you you can deal with it it's like it's not the, the, the guys do kill his kid so there is that uh, but. Uh, <laughs> The uh, you know it's it's totally on that it, it's if you can get over it great if not I would stay away. Do you think yeah, uh, yeah. on Earth two Joel Kinnaman's a huge movie star or maybe it's Earth three <laughs> or do we have to go all the way to like Earth ten to get there? One of those Earths he said no to that RoboCop and it was for the better. <laughs> yeah, 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 he got something else from that. I don't know yeah. what it would have been. He probably got into Marvel if he doesn't take that. Yeah, RoboCop. that's a good, good question. Yeah, yeah. I guess he was teasing a return to the DC stuff with what? What was his guy? Rick Flag from Suicide Squad. Yeah. I, you know, uh-huh. I thought he was fine in the yeah. in the gun version. I thought yes. that was yeah, he did well with that. But yeah. like, yeah, I mean. 
I don't have anything. I I like him for the I most. Do part. No, I, I do. Yeah. I, I like liked him in the killing. It just he's it's just flip, flop after flop for that yeah, guy. Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty bad with that yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too it's too bad. Um, all right, Eric Siska, something that uh, tiny little theatrical footprint, but it is out on VOD and yes. digital and uh, Blu-ray tomorrow. A disturbance in the force. How the Star Wars holiday special happened. This is a new doc that's out that you saw. Yes, new doc coming out. They sent me a screener because they know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny because I think, Andrew, you and I were talking about it a bit that it, um, after a while, this is the type of documentary which eventually does feel like a DVD extra where you have talking heads and it does get a little right. sa- saggy and boring, but the the start, I think the, like the first like 40 minutes of this movie, this doc, is really good because it really contextualizes what was going on with television at the time it goes through the variety shows of the era how they were for some reason they thought that people would forget star wars even though it broke all those records and people were walking people kept going back and back to the theater but they were convinced that if they didn't slaughter us on television with star wars <laughs> content that people would forget about star wars and empire strikes back would be a flop so it's sort of kicks off this race to get this holiday special made for 1978 and basically on an instinctual level maybe making sound decisions like this is a variety tv special let's get people who made those to make it and Mm -hmm. you kind of just see the deterioration of the product from initially potentially good and interesting ideas uh good loosely uh, that george had about life day and the wookies that was him but then it just mm-hmm. it just deteriorates and deteriorates into what we see as the Star Wars <laughs> holiday special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, it is deterioration. That is the word for it. Watching it, I was deteriorating. I think we all are. Yeah, I mean, I, is there anything? Do they at any point focus on the creation of VR porn in that movie? They, <laughs> they do not. I they don't do think, not. No. Okay, they do. I think they do mention about. Uh, they do mention it, but they don't go into like insane detail uh actually you might be right i think they maybe do mention that in the diane carroll's yeah. as the first virtual reality porn star they yeah. have to talk about they that did. maybe they not did. contextualizing yeah. it in that i'm starting term, to, but, the problem is we did folks at home we did a new episode on the star wars holiday special and i'm kind of sure confl- That's i'm like we talked about vr porn the whole time so i was like did they yes they did they did they so, it was mentioned See that's the thing. Yeah. So it's, 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 it starts off as an actual documentary, and then kind of because that's the problem I think with a lot of these sorts of documentaries, they devolve into uh, filling the space of "Hey, remember the '80s?" kind of a thing, and then we're getting oh yeah, totally, yep. And it just sort of like that. I, I've turned so many off because like sometimes it's like a really interesting concept. I think the I turned off the Miss Cleo doc. If everyone, anyone remembers that from like last Awful. year, oh, I, I watched was, it in its entirety. Because I was like, oh, cool, Miss Cleo. Like, that's, I would love to know more about this thing. And like, this was a really interesting moment in the 90s. And then it starts with like, remember the 90s? I'm like, I'm fucking out of here. Get yeah, out yeah. of here. <laughs> it yeah, didn't no, get much better than that, Steve. Is, uh, is, is, so. is that what this is, Eric? Or is it well, more? No, it doesn't really devolve into that necessarily. It's just sort of like the production ins and outs that after a while, cool. you're like, unless you're really interested in like the, you know, secondary producers at Lucas films and what yeah. they were, what they were going through. So Ooh. it's sort of just, it might it's be too a, thorough that actually, yes, it might actually be too thorough to be fully, fully entertaining. But 
I still gave it three stars. I think it's worth seeing if you're very interested in the Star Wars Holiday Special because they do talk about every little thing. Our our good friend, uh, f- uh, friend of the show, Gilbert Gottfried's in it briefly. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And it's nice to see him pop up in something. You know, I see a comment yeah. in the chat. Uh, ben here was asking if Bruce Valanche was one of the talking heads. Yes, he's all over it. So because he was one of the writers. So check it out. Right. That's really there cool. There you go. Um, all right. And uh, just for clarification, I don't know. Someone asked Andrew hated. No one will save you. I didn't hate it. Find my letterbox about it. I say Caitlin Deaver is really good in it. The effects are really good. I just think that that device is fucking stupid. Uh, but Andrew, do why do you hate movies? Movie. Why do you hate them yeah. all, all the time? Why? Yeah, I know. Answer I me. Know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, let's uh, keep on chugging along here. One of the best of the year, IMO. Yeah. The new Alexander Payne film that's been out for a bit, but we finally all fucking saw it. The oh, Holdovers. Yeah. It's great. Uh, me as recently as literally this morning, I rented and watched it. <laughs> uh, he's back. He's back making a movie that I really liked because I truly did not care for that downsizing. Um, or uh, did he do it? No, that's Cameron. I always got him and Cameron Crowe mixed up. Sometimes he did. Uh, Cameron Crowe did Aloha. Yes, that's right. Yes, sir. Um, did Payne have something between this and I don't uh, think so. Downsizing. They've been talking no. about doing that election sequel forever. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know if that will ever happen, but you know. Yeah. I. But yeah, I. I, 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 I love the holdovers. And and speaking of back, more importantly, I mean, Alexander Payne, great. Paul fucking Giamatti, man. And I mean, I think that yeah, like dude. you could look at this room, you could look at this these four quadrants <laughs> and understand <laughs> that in two thousand and four and two thousand and five, when like American Splendor and Sideways came out. All four of us were very invested in Paul Giamatti yeah, and like world on fire, dude. He did. It was like this like interesting, like kind of like sad dude that like just like had this presence that I could relate to. And then like yeah, he just got lost to television. And uh, John uh, Adams was good though. I will say. Yes, that's true. John Adams is excellent. Verizon commercials and Billions. all this shit. <laughs> Billions just ate him up, right and it's a. But now he's back, and I just I think that this this is like a trilogy of the like what I've been waiting for for years, since like American Splendor or whatever or, or Sideways like another yeah. one of those, and it's another one of those. It's great. It's an ideal old Giamatti performance, like literally mm-hmm. what you were looking for. And I mean, you talk about like Sideways and American Splendor. And yeah, I think that's really when I, I he was setting the world on fire, really. But like. I, I have been stowing away my fucking like um, my weekly pay from doing chores <laughs> and was putting it on him in private parts. I was like, yeah, this, yeah. this is the guy. <laughs> yeah. This right. guy right fucking here. That, and, uh, yeah. Great point. Thank you for mentioning private parts, because I when I think of that movie, I don't think of Howard Stern. I think about no. Pig Vomit. <laughs> I think totally. of them, they're, yeah. they're, they, them going at each other is some of the best parts. WNBC. Of that. <laughs> yeah, yes, that, that is amazing. WNBC. I mean, what I like about this, it, it, it's it's him, like, it feels like an older movie. And I think yep. it's him, like, dealing with becoming older. He got he did, I think, downsizing for whatever people think of it. It's his most ambitious idea. It's sure. like the, his biggest idea. And it's like his the thing, his biggest idea. I mean, yeah, in, yeah. in a movie where people get yes, tiny, yes, yes. But like, uh, <laughs> it, it 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 also it feels like this is him like stepping back and being like, oh well, like 
go back to like where you started with being in love with Hal Ashby and like yeah, right. this feels very much like a Hal Ashby movie down to uh, like the product just the way it looks like yeah. you know it's sort of like the house of the devil where it's like this could have yes. existed yes. back yes. then yes. oh I mean they're leaning into that really hard yeah. I and mean honestly, you know the it, opening is the old universal logo a the, fake focus features logo nostalgic for a time I wasn't alive yep. yeah yeah <laughs> but honestly, this made me nostalgic for again the mid aughts. Like these movies were out there a lot yes. in the mid aughts, and I just feel yep. like I haven't seen something that's just like thinky and talky and you know really feelingsy, like feelings on the sleeve kind of a movie. Uh, that's but again, it's well made, and I think that like I think all three leads are great. Obviously, mm-hmm. Giamatti's fantastic. The kid is really really good, and so is Divine Joy Randolph. I guess my one. Oh, yeah. If I have a beef, I think that she needs one more beat in that movie, and I don't know I, where I she does. I agree. She yeah. just needs like I, I think like because she goes like at a certain point she goes to her sister's house, and the movie leaves her there, and I'm like, but what's going on? Like you know what I mean? Like if it's if it's a that's, true like triangle yeah. of a movie, I need to just like one more scene of her doing something there. That's where it kind of slips because the missed opportunity there. There's a shot of like they revisit once, and it's yeah. like oh what, you know what is she up to? And it's her and the, uh, her sister, like, sitting on a bed talking. Yes. And the husband, like, goes to, like, interrupt them. And is like, oh, no, they're having sisterly time. Yep. And walks away. It's like this great shot. But, like, you don't, first of all, you don't hear what they're saying. Yes. Which is a failure. There's just music. It's like montage music over it. Uh, and then it fades out. And, like, just give that scene. Yes. Exactly. I want to see what that scene is. Because on the other end of it, she has like repaired certain family things and is like in a kind of better place. And I want to see that conversation that got her there. Yes. I, I think that would be great. I, and I think that'd be a much better because they also start teasing, but I think it's done very warmly. The, the little flirtation she has with the, uh, with the janitor. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I think that's, yeah. but I, I'm glad that there's focus more on the family stuff rather than a, a romance with them, because yes. I think that's more true to what the movie is talking about. Uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. i I missed that scene too andrew yeah yeah she's i i don't think i'd ever i mean she sort of does like some drama chops in uh dolomite is my name um but like she's fucking hysterical on only murders in the building Mm. um so to see her just come out swinging in this fucking pitch perfect dramatic and comedic performance yeah. Bravo, Divine. Like yeah. you slayed this movie. Um, I was stunned the kid doesn't suck. Yeah. I have to yes, say. Yeah, totally, um, totally agree. He's good. Cause you you kind of have to have your guard up for like a disgusting shipboy situation. <laughs> and this guy, Dominic Sessa, was it an introducing Dominic Sessa? It, was, it, it, it is, is, yeah. Yeah. And he's got this. Oh my God, he was born in 2002. I'll be dead now. <laughs> he's got the thickest Jersey accent anyone's ever had. And I fucking love oh, it. Yep, yeah. He's all these absolutely. Big, what are the bigs are doing? It's like, oh yeah, kid, you're, you don't even, you're not, you're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> I mean, also, there is a filthy shit boy, and that is Koontz. Koontz is clearly the filthy oh, shit yes. boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, sure. Yeah. Now. I could have um, used I, things of other beats that I could have used. I mean, I, I love the way the movie unfolds, and like there's yeah. a lot of holdovers at one point, and then it's obviously just down to the kid. I could have used one or two more beats of Mormon Kid. That kid that was making great. me laugh. Oh, Fantastic. I love yeah. Dude, yeah, it's kind of supposed to be like sad in its own uh, way, but Mormon kid throwing the other glove yeah. in the river. Yeah, yeah, it was a great moment. And the Korean kids one scene with uh, Tully is really, really yes. like a, a lot oh. of emotions in that yeah. in that yeah. scene. 
I gotta say, Chris, like I experienced like some emotion going on with this movie. I did not anticipate that to happen. This movie got yeah. to me a couple times. It is, it's a really effective movie. It's That's, really like, uh, it's beautiful. It's beautifully shot too, by the way. Really yes. great looking. It's, I think, Payne's warmest movie. Like, yeah. it, he usually is a little bit more prickly than this. Like, uh, and like, Giamatti is the prickly like presence, and you could still feel like Payne in his character. I think, mm. but yeah. the world, he's not as like acerbic about the world. Yeah, uh, in his view of it, like Giamatti gives that but like the actual view of pain isn't like that uh right. whereas i think that was true of almost anything downsizing i think is a little warm too at the end but like before then it was just like a total like the world shit like nebraska you're like oh my god like <laughs> oh hell that's, awesome. bleak. that's a yeah. bleak one <laughs> 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 um yeah no it's just it's so great to have a movie like this and i I'm so bummed. Well, it's weird, right? Like, on the one hand, I'm bummed. Like, fuck, I waited until December 4th to see this movie that in New York has been out since late October. But, like, I'm sorry. This is a Christmas motion picture. Yeah. This whole, like, you did a platform release of this movie in fucking late October. What is the matter with you? Yeah. Like, there's there's doggone Christmas music in this movie. <laughs> it's crying it's out loud. such a Christmas. But that's what I love about it, too, is it's it's a sad Christmas movie. You know what I mean? It is got it's the it's a Christmas that you in your 40s could be like, yep, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of like and I like yeah. I like that about that, which is sort of like, I mean, again, like Christmas is so dominated by this Hallmark horse shit. You know what I mean? I think that it's nice to yes. see some like, you know, Christmas with some teeth on it, you know, and, I, and not and not Krampus by that. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank God for that. I love all the music in it, but you're right. You could just like take it all out and just put the Vince Guaraldi, uh, oh, yeah. Charlie Brown Christmas thing over this. It would fit yep. the mood. The mood's correct. Yeah. Oh, you'd still feel like buying rope at the hardware store all this time, Chris. Don't even worry about it. Um, great segue, Steve, because uh, something I want to wrap up on, because I, I got I to warn people for the holidays this mm. season. Um you know, there's so many, Steve just mentioned all the Hallmark movies and the Lifetime Christmas mm -hmm. and everything like that. You are better off with those movies, folks, than some of the stuff that I got to warn you against on Netflix. You got this best Christmas ever. <laughs> what now, this is, is this? Jason Biggs. Now, look, so you got you got Brandy. Mm -hmm. OK, the uh -huh. beautiful Brandy. Heather Graham here. Uh, okay. Speaking of Austin Powers, uh, some dude, Matt Cedeno, and then Jason Biggs. This is a movie Yikes. about. Uh, Graham and Big's kid intentionally puts in Brandy's address uh, from a Christmas letter they got uh -huh. because she's like Heather Graham's like super rich, successful friend. Mm -hmm. And this kid, like the Christmas letter's like, stop by Christmas anytime you want. Our family would love to have yours. This kid like takes them up on that. So they like douche chill don't know they're pulling up to Brandy's house for Thanksgiving or for Christmas. Uh -huh. And they just, it's like, old friends who haven't seen each other in years, massive douche chill situation. And they spend like five days with these people. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> Holy Ew. fuck. Why? It's really brutal. Um, it's something about like, they're supposed to be going to her sister's new house. So Heather Graham doesn't recognize the address either way, I guess. Okay. By the way, Heather Graham and Brandy are both uh, scientists. Okay. Um, and Brandy invents a solar-powered hot air balloon. Oh, good. <laughs> That's good. Right, Sounds like to watch this movie, I need a solar-powered power gun to <laughs> put to my head. Smart bunnies, Hef. Smart bunnies. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, uh, uh, third act, uh, secret dead kid revealed. Nice. Um, oh, so, of course. 
stay away from that movie that is indeed, you guessed it, directed by Mary Lambert of Pet Cemetery. Wowzer. Fame. What? Oh, yep. What? Uh, and then the other one, really quickly here. Christmas movie in fucking some scenes only family switch. Oh, that's what I tried. You said you were watching this last night and then I typed yeah. in sun swap and I watched like two hours of that instead. Right. You're <laughs> like, where the hell's Jennifer Garner? Yeah, no, I mean, it, was, it, it was good. I actually liked it a lot. Yeah. There's yeah. a white Christmas in that one. At least Steve. <laughs> yeah. dude, this movie is a straight up, by the way, directed by Mick G in his continued oh, relationship with Netflix. Sure. This movie is Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner play two like we love Christmas uh, parents and they're two like teenage kids. They kind of are bad parents too and mm -hmm. kind of ignore and whatever. So wouldn't you know it? It's a body swap situation, but it is so clearly like someone wrote a script for a body swap movie and then someone was like, you know, if you put Christmas in that, I'll green light it. <laughs> yeah. Christmas is such a fucking afterthought that like whenever they mention it in the movie, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. Fake oh. as fuck. Like, holy shit. The, it's, the it's director. Did you mention terrible. that? I just wasn't paying yeah, attention. Yeah. Mick G, yes, yeah. you did. Yeah, holy Mick fuck. Yeah, Mick G. Yep. Mick fuck G. him. Uh, it's really brutal. Ed Helms, another dude I have no ill will toward, but like that dude just is not in movies I care for. Yep. I, I I steer clear if he's around. I'm sorry. I, and I've, I liked him and stuff, but it's just like, yes. at this point, it's like, you know what, dude, fool me 12 times. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. They have some joke where it's like, they mention uh, like big 17 again, and you guessed it, 13 going on 30, all in this like round table of jokes about those kinds of movies. Oh, and I'm like, oh man, did everybody get it? Oh, it's, Really brutal stuff. You've got like brother and sister kissing jokes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Rita right. Moreno playing uh, what was at one point just like kind of a like Eastern European psychic character. But then because of this script overhaul is now like a Christmas angel of some kind, maybe. Hey. You know, it'd be cool if one of these body swap movies, because it's always like, oh, we need to get the idol by 12 o'clock or it's never going to yeah. turn back. Sure. And like, there's just another guy in the movie that, oh yeah, yeah, I used to be my sister. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get the idol at the right time. Yeah, I don't know. It's been forty years. His body's okay, I guess. Being a man for forty years, eh, what are you gonna do? I would fucking love that. Yeah, dude. like the movie takes place after the body swap failure. Yes, exactly. Yes. I Hell yeah, live with it. like a body swap Jumanji. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that, dude. Um. And final thing about this movie to make you stay clear of it, or actually maybe, I don't know, this might get some people to turn it on because it has to be like a one for one. The family's like all together. So it's like Ed Helm switches with the son. Mm -hmm. Jennifer Garner switches with uh, the daughter, but then they have a third kid who's a baby. Like there's two teenage children and then like uh -huh. clearly an accident. Third kid. Sure. sure. You guys strap in dog. The baby switches with the dog. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, come yeah, on. Of course, yeah. And you have a CGI baby running around a house acting like a dog, like it's the son of the man. So mask. then now this dog with the soul of a human mm -hmm. could grow old. Yeah, and totally. You finally have consensual. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yes, he could. Yeah, I'm very interested in this legal theory, Eric. You're playing, I, I, you're the, playing the long game on a bestiality <laughs> loophole. Is that what I'm trying to understand? Hey, I'm pitching the sequel, okay? Okay, got it. I got see, it. I see. There got will it. be 
no secret. <laughs> John Waters is a family switch too. Sorry, my my it, head I is mean, in the gutter right now. I'm on Mick G's IMDb page. Of Prior to this, he directed a, uh-huh. one of the episodes of Turner and Hooch, the TV show. Ooh. And then the last oh, big movie, he did, sure. big movie, Rim of the World, Rim of the World. Is Pardon that the me? title we're going yeah. with? Rim. What's, what's that about? I think it's about when the, you put the tongue in and you swirl it. <laughs> flat Earth? Is it about the Flat Earth, actually? It sounds like it could be a Flat Earth. Campers must band together and conquer their foods in order to save the world during, you guessed it, an alien invasion. Uh, no, thank you. That would be <sighs> No, thank brutal. you for me. That would be brutal. Uh, so anyway, I uh, I just wanted to warn people against Thank both you. of those movies. Of course. You are better off on the goddamn Hallmark channel. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for On Screen Live this week, folks. We have a huge week because, of course, the biggest thing about it, this Thursday, we are yes. at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City, New Jersey. We're talking about this movie, uh-huh. The Santa Claus. That's right. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> oh, dude, I should have made that be the theme song we walk out to. Oh, uh, what was I thinking? Um, and also, folks, uh, speaking of, we were talking about that uh, the mailbag story there about Hunger Game. You can get the audio only edition of the November mailbag. It is out now wherever you get your pods, of course, or you can catch the uh, visual replay here on the YouTube channel. Uh, and Man, we are getting into it. The December offerings here, first up, uh, released last Friday. If you missed that, we love movies all about Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a Christmas movie, folks. It is. It Absolutely. Is. And uh, episode dropping tomorrow on the Tuesday feed. Of course, we are back to We Hate Movies, uh, going right into December with another Christmas action film, Die Hard 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be pretty exciting stuff and if you're a, fir- a person who you know you're going to listen to Die Hard 2 and you're like boy I'd like to listen to Die Hard 2 without commercials we got you covered on the Patreon ad free at the mm-hmm. $8 level and up you can listen to us riff on why maybe sticking John McClane in a boring airport wasn't the best idea yeah not great uh, <laughs> uh, so we got that the show Thursday and then boom Friday on Patreon Melro 210 the December edition we're back the Parisian vacation is behind us, Steve. Yes, that's right. We're, we're building God. castles in the sand. Yes. And Andrew and uh, and uh, uh, Brandon is dating a rape a racist, not a rapist, a racist, <laughs> a racist. Sorry racist. about that. Yeah. Very important. Yeah, yeah. quite a, quite an episode. Uh, yeah. A lot of fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yes, a certain character takes a buckshot in the chest and is no longer with <laughs> oh, us. Oh, that is true. Correct. All right, so all that and more, folks. Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. But that's going to do it for this edition of On Screen Live. Uh, until next week, I've been Andrew Jupin. Steven Tater. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Have a good week, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs>